Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. That is almost crazy to me that we've been doing this for 51 episodes. And of course, Mr. Cash, how's it going over there? Hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, just working and doing stuff and trying to get everything organized. It's, it's a whole process. Story of my life, sister. Story of my <laughs> life. So what's in store for us this week? Oh, hey, did you do your um, person at, oh, no, excuse me, your attachment style quiz? You didn't send it to me. Oh, I forgot. Okay, so that's on me because I was supposed to remind you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so we took off last week because, well, the holiday was on Monday. And so I didn't do my blog last week, which meant I didn't really have like a way to go out of order with the podcast. So we're back and we are digging into still talking about attachment styles. Um, today, we're going to talk more in detail about the uh, anxious preoccupied attachment. It is one of those that I think. A lot of people have elements of this in the way that they show up. And part of the reason I asked, you know, like, hey, did you uh, get a chance to take the quiz is that I want I want you to kind of know what your percentage breakdown is. So I know for me, I'll go ahead and call myself out. I'm like 60 percent anxious, preoccupied. And honestly, when I think about my entire life it kind of fits like it kind of does. Like I think about just the way that I show up. So in a really simple way. The anxious preoccupied attachment means that you're going to have at times maybe a lower sense of self or a bit of a more negative view of self, but yet you also view other people in a really positive light. It doesn't mean everyone gets a free pass, but what it means is like in a relationship, you may start to question yourself and be like, well, why do they want to be with me? Like, I'm, I'm nothing special. I don't have any major worth to offer or something along those lines. And you may find yourself being like really hard on yourself or at times even maybe looking at your significant other as a way to validate you or as a way to make you feel worthy when at the end of the day, it all comes back to self. And if you don't feel it about yourself, it's going to be hard to believe it when someone else tells you. You know, that's funny because I'm this way sometimes too. And I was actually walking with my lady friend this evening after dinner and we were talking about somebody dinged my car again. And mm -hmm. I said to her, well, much like you, that car is, I don't deserve it, but you're stuck with me. Mm, yeah. But it came from a, you know, my normal funny place, but I was just joking, but on the inside, man, you know, I, I kind of believe it. Yeah. 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 And I think for me, it's like, because I show up this way, if I'm not aware of it, it can annoy people or drive them a bit batty because I'm like constantly, you know, are you mad at me? Are you okay? Are we okay? Is everything okay? Like that gets annoying after a really short period of time for them to have to be in constant validation mode. And so I think I alluded to this last, well, not last week, but last episode when we talked about the negative warehouse. And so I'm serious when I tell you, like I, we have like a check-in and if I start going down the negative path, <laughs> my fiance will be like, are you in the negative warehouse? Are you like browsing the aisles and putting stuff in your cart that you probably shouldn't be? Cause that's not coming from me. Like all of that is coming from you. And, and they'll throw it right back at me where I have to kind of then process it and be like, oh man, that's true. Like, cause there's nothing that's happened. I know for me also used to, it would be one of those things where I could have not seen my significant other all day. Like we could have both been at work, you know, not working from home, just like literally both gone. The minute we get home, 
I automatically assume that there's something wrong or that there's something bad. And it's because if I'm really maybe stressed or if I've used up a lot of my emotional mental energy throughout the day, I don't have as much in my tank, you know? So then I get home and I'm like, go to the negative automatically. And the, the reason I bring awareness to these things, which it's interesting because I've been doing a series on these over on my TikTok platform, definitely struck a nerve with some people and had a lot of people that were like, well, how do I fix it? What do I do? And so the goal, in my opinion, is really not to fix it. The goal is to learn about it, to bring awareness to it, to recognize when and how it shows up so that you can manage it better. Right. Like the goal is never to say you're broken. We should fix you. That's not what therapy is about. That's not what coaching is about. That's not what the process of growth and development is about. I know that sometimes we feel broken, but that doesn't mean that we are broken. We all have moments where we feel our lowest of lows, but that doesn't actually mean that it's an absolute truth that we are broken as people. Does that, does that make sense? It does. I believe you used to call it when we were talking about me feeling this way and this stuff. You said it was like my relationship PTSD. Oh, yeah, I've called it that, that before. Mm-hmm. I haven't used that term in a while, but you just reminded me of something. I probably should do some some education around that concept, because after years of working with couples or even just working with individuals that were getting out of relationships or that wanted to get into a relationship or whatever it may be, there was a lot of, you know, sort of being stuck in the past or feeling like they might have been reacting to a current relationship as though that partner was someone else, you know, and not that it's literally a diagnosable thing, because I'm not saying you have PTSD, but it just operates similarly, you know, it just operates from that same place of staying stuck in one zone and not recognizing that you've kind of moved to a different area of, you know, experience in life. But yeah, that is sometimes a good way to think about it. And I think it shows up for a lot of reasons, because I've also had some people ask questions. They're like, well, what if I used to feel more secure? And now my results are telling me on that quiz that I'm more anxious, preoccupied. Like, what does that mean? And it means exactly that, that you have gone through something, a series of some things, one something, could be a lot of things where you felt a little bit off or it felt like things were maybe used against you or you experienced some you know, emotional damage or it felt like you sort of took a lot of stuff for a long time and finally started standing up for yourself again. But it takes a little bit to kind of rebuild that sense of self. And, and it's a process. It really is. I wish I could just like snap my fingers and be like, poof, okay, we're good, you know? But that's why I want you to think about it, not as like you're broken and need to be fixed, but as what are my behaviors? How am I showing up? And what would it be like if I start to catch myself before I spiral down that hill? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of, well, one of the beautiful things about you is with that relationship PTSD line, you broke it down for me in a way that I would understand it, which is what that did. And remember back things I used to say, I'm broken, I'm broken, dude. Uh -huh. I don't say that anymore. I don't. I'm really glad because it drove me a little crazy. I got to be honest. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, you're not broken. Stop saying that. You yeah. know? Well, you know, things about me are different. My behavior I've mm -hmm. learned is a lot different. And, mm -hmm. um, Maybe just that part of me I've discovered, you know, what I used to think love is, is not real love at all. And I think I've figured out what real love is and, and my behaviors change. So, yeah, I don't say that anymore. Yeah. That's good. Oh, that, that just makes me so 
happy. You don't even know. It's just like, because I do, I think a lot of us, you know, we get to a place where maybe we've gone through a lot. We've kind of absorbed a lot, had a lot of things that have happened to us or around us. And we kind of absorb that and start to attach it to ourselves as a truth when really it's just something that happened. It's not truth about you in an absolute way. But that doesn't mean there haven't been moments where you didn't really feel that intensely. But I think what I was also trying to get you to see was that by saying the words, I am broken, it's almost like you were self-identifying as that and not really making room for other things to be possible. And so when we talk about like the anxious preoccupied form of attachment, and that's why it's important to take the quiz because you're not just one thing, you're a combination of things. There are times where the anxious piece may show up and it, and it might present itself from that. I'm not really thinking so highly of myself, but now I'm kind of feeling like not worthy of this relationship or whatever it may be. Yeah, 100%. I'm, my behavior has changed and I am uh, very thankful for your help and your guidance, by the way, but Aww. it did take a long time, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that you just got to stick with it man it's for me it's just been a journey and it's something i've focused on and worked really really hard to do so mm -hmm. all i can well, say is stick with it it works and then because what you may not realize is that if you don't bring awareness to it then it sort of takes on a life of its own and you may inadvertently have a relationship that doesn't work because you've exhausted them by asking for constant validation and reassurance i do also think it's okay to look at your partner or, or someone in your life and say, I'm just feeling really unsure of myself right now. Could you just remind me that I'm, you know, that, that you love me or that, you know, we're good. That's different than constantly looking at someone and saying, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Are we okay? Is there anything wrong? Are you sure we're okay? Are you sure you love me? Are you sure you're not mad at me? Those kinds of things. Cause that can get very irritating and sort of exhausting pretty quickly, you know? And, and that, that's why, yeah, I like that you said, it's just a process. You know, we are, we are in this journey of trying to live our best life. And the more that we can understand ourselves and the inner workings of how we show up, the more likely we are to feel congruent, you know, and to at least be able to catch ourselves when we're going to the negative store. And I, and I used to go a lot more than I do, you know, I've had to work at it, but I was definitely the person that would be like, are you mad at me? Are we okay? Did I do anything to upset you? Or even taking responsibility for things that weren't really mine to own. Like someone has a bad day and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why am I apologizing? Like I didn't make their day bad unless I like kicked him in the shin and I didn't. So that's probably not mine to say I'm sorry for unless I'm just trying to let them know like, hey, I'm here for you. I hate that you had a bad day. Can I help you? But that sounds different than sort of taking ownership of someone else's problems, you know? Yeah. Like I said, my behavior is different. When I used to say those things like I'm broken, my behavior was from the past and we were over a situation like you were just describing, but I don't want to be that anymore. And I, like I said, it worked really hard, but it's my behavior that changed that mm -hmm. led to my thinking changing for me to refuse to say that term. I'm broken anymore because I'm, I'm actually, I'm not broken. I just behave right. differently. Yeah. It's sort of like if we see it as behavioral changes rather than some kind of self identity of less than, then it starts to change the way we approach it. 
But I will be honest, there are definitely moments where because we get so fused with certain ways of thinking, it can take a little bit to really shift out of that. You know, it, it can be it can be a little uh what's the word transitioning I don't know what word to use it's like it can just it can feel kind of icky while you're in transition and that also you're not holding yourself to a standard of perfection that's the really big key is that the goal is not perfection the goal is to make progress and to try every day to strive to live a life congruent with who you want to be so there you go that is the anxious preoccupied attachment in a nutshell there is more to it than that but this is a good kind of introduction of understanding and this entire situation of attachment styles is an entire lesson um, in the relationship workshop that we'll be relaunching soon. So I'm, I'm excited to dig into it more. And then, you know, I'm always open if people have questions to try and address them in a future show. But we're going to work through the, uh, the, the different types first and then see where we are. What's that you say? Where can people follow me and my shenanigans? Well, you can <laughs> do that on the Instagrams at our cash comedy. <laughs> that's hilarious i really thought you're about to ask me something i'm like what is he talking about um i am pretty much findable we're gonna go with that as a word findable anywhere online if you go to lindsaywalden.com you can really find all of the info be it past episodes of the podcast any of the blogs that i have written all of that good stuff is there um if you want to follow me on social media, because I'm kind of everywhere now, you're welcome to do so. I am on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting or at Lindsay Walden Therapy. I am on Instagram at This Is Lindsay Walden. I am on TikTok at This Is Lindsay Walden. And on Pinterest, it's Therapy Thought. So I'm kind of everywhere. Feel free to check us out. Um, until next week, though, I do hope you give this quiz a try. Keep doing what you can to live your best life. And we will be back next week with more.